Tune in tonight to this very special episode, which I'm not really sure what's so special about it, except that I have two of my friends on here, which always makes it special. And so tonight we're going to have our returning guest, uh, Nakia Speaks Truth, and I'll be introducing her in just a moment. But I also have a friend of mine, Daniel, who has also uh, been on the show with us uh, here with me before. And uh, hi, Daniel. How are you doing tonight? Oh, very good. Very good, Anne. And yourself? Uh, well, I broke my toe, but besides that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, how's things in New York going up there? Uh, a little chilly today. We're supposed to be getting bad weather, I think. I don't really watch the weather because I don't do nothing. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's okay, I guess. That's great. Well, appreciate you calling in. Uh, I was hoping you called in the other night. We had a caller, and I was like, oh, maybe it's Daniel. But it was another good guest, so it wasn't wasn't a whole lot, you know. So anyways, without any further ado, uh, our hmm. special guest, Nakia Speaks Truth. Nakia Speaks Truth. Hello, Nakia Warren. Welcome. Hi there. How are you? Hey, girl. <laughs> oh, I'm glad Daniel, you made the show tonight. Um, oh, <laughs> I got lots of stuff, some, some, some interesting little tidbits that I have. It was 87 degrees today in Corpus Christi, Daniel. It was pretty nice. Yesterday it was 90. Wow, nice. Yeah, it was kind of it was cloudy Almost and then it cleared up. But yeah. Yeah, but I'm back in San Antonio now, so. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it takes us beautiful. I was in my swimsuit yesterday, literally in my swimsuit yesterday. That's crazy. I know the weather's been so nice. It's been really nice. So let me, um, so I'm going to start you guys off tonight with Emily Kors. And if you don't know who she is, she is the lead juror in uh, the Georgia election investigation um, into election interference regarding Trump. So this broad has been doing a media tour going on all kinds of TV stations, giving um, reports to news stations, um, also magazines just to anybody she can. And if you've seen any of the videos of her speaking, cuckoo bird, she is crazy. Um, Extremely immature, um, really, really biased. And who are you talking about? Pardon? Who are you talking about? Oh, Emily Kors. She's uh, the main juror in the uh, Georgia election investigation. Um, Oh, okay, okay election fraud in Georgia, mm-hmm, that case. Right. So she pretty much, her doing this tour and going out and speaking to everybody who she possibly can to get her 15 minutes of fame, she has completely um, ruined the whole case. So there's no way a prosecutor can take it. He's going to have to throw the whole thing out and start again. So who knows if they will start again, but – just another example of Trump being protected because I do not think that the Lord is going to let the people take him down. Not going to happen because everything they try to hit him with, it always backfires on them. I don't know why they keep trying because it's clear to see for most people 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So what, what exactly is going on with this? Because to be honest with you, I haven't been following it at all. So she's uh, – so what exactly is going on with this, with this case? So they, you it, had to go, it had to go to um, a special – so pretty much what they do, before the prosecutor will pick it up, it goes uh, – it's not really called pre-trial, but it's where they decide on if – they put everything together and they decide on if they're going to take the case or not, that being the prosecutor. Once this special grand jury – the case together and they give their recommendation saying yes we should indict him no we shouldn't indict him so they look at all the evidence and then they make a decision and then that decision is then passed on to the prosecutor and the prosecutor will make a decision on whether or not to prosecute the case so the main juror in this special grand jury she has gone all over media filling the beans about what they talked about um, pretty much said that they were going to indict him, but she didn't want to say how many charges they were going to indict him on. Basically, she's thrown the whole case because she showed extreme bias, um, and she's and what she's doing is illegal. They should go after her and prosecute her. I mean, she's she's an idiot. And if you see her, okay, okay, that makes sense because I caught a part of an interview today, and I but I didn't know what was going on, and that must have been her, you know. But since I didn't catch all of it, I really didn't know what was going on. Now, what is what is she talking about? You know. Did you see so, her okay, laughing, making those weird faces? Like she's she's definitely a few sandwiches short of a picnic. She is not all that <laughs> at all. <laughs> a little goofy, if you ask me. <laughs> but yeah, then something else that's going on that really irritated me. Let me not use any bad language. So. You're well, you can't, but if you want to use it really bad, just let me know, and I'll even change the ratings even worse, you know? Okay. <laughs> we, we can do whatever we want to as long as I change the ratings. I told you I'll let you do whatever you want to on the show, okay? <laughs> Have you – you know who George Kelly is, right? Or no? You do know who he is? Mm-hmm. What did you say? I was switching over to the speaker when you said that. I didn't hear you. I said, do you know who George Kelly is? No. Okay, so George Kelly is a three-year-old man who is from Arizona. He lived a mile and a half from the border, and mm. he had yes, illegal. Okay, so you know how he was. He's. Well, I'll just give the story again in case yeah, so no it. one's heard of it. Yeah. So he is seventy-three years old. Lives in Arizona with his wife. Um, and they ran on their ranch, and they had a bunch of illegals on their property um, with weapons. And he called police, and he called border control, and he said that the, you know, he said it was the cartel that was on his property, and they were shooting. So he got his gun, and he was shooting warning shots or whatnot to scare them away from his property because it's him and his wife there, and they're in their seventies. Well. He, after everything was said and done and the um, Border Patrol and the police come out, they didn't find anyone on his property or anything. But what they did find is an illegal immigrant that was dead on someone else's property. So they then arrested this man, 73 years old, and charged him with first-degree murder and held him on a million dollars bail. Is a, oh, I'm sorry, it's a bond. It's a bond or bail? I think it's bail. 
but he's being held for a million dollars. And he pleaded with the judge when he was first arrested and said that he needed to go home and take care of his wife and take care of the animals and their, and their ranch, and um, they, they still have him locked up. And this has been uh, probably about three and a half weeks ago. So some new information came out in the case today, and these fools are charging him now with not only first-degree murder, but two counts of aggravated assault. And this is why it pisses me off, because the man made phone calls. He said that the cartel was on his property and they were shooting, but he also said, I didn't shoot that man. The cartel shot him. Why the hell is this man being held when they haven't even done any ballistic testing or anything on, on the weapon, that, on the guns, or on the because, because, I'm, because you know why. Because you know why already. Yeah, you already know why. Because he's being made an example of what happens if you resist against the cartel. If you stand up and fight or bear arms or dare to defy them coming over or taking over your property, then he's being made an example of. And any officers that are involved in this are on the goddamn tank, okay? Excuse my language. On the fucking tank there. They're on the tank, yeah. okay? That's yeah. a period. I'm sorry I, I said the really word, okay? I'm sorry I said the I told you word. it was so they're hold, now they're trying to get him. Now, mind you, he said this, this, this man was illegal, okay? He was illegal. Not only was he illegally in the country, but he was illegally on this man's property, which he has a right to protect. So you can have cartels having a shootout on your damn property, and when you shoot warning shots to get them off of your damn property, and this man ends up dead, oh, well, too bad, so sad, sorry about your MF and luck. That's the category that falls under. You, you know what I mean? You shouldn't be here illegally. That's Number one, that's how I feel about that. But two, to try to make an example out of a 73-year-old man who was doing nothing but protecting his wife and himself is bullshit. And you know what? You know, I... Go ahead, you know unfortunately, the illegals have more rights than uh, Americans. They really do. Yep. In the Biden that's administration, anyway. And, and unfortunately, you know, I, would, I, would really, I, I would really like to make this – Maybe my number one platform story, okay? Because this is how strongly I feel about this. I love, I love this, this, uh, this story because, uh, I mean, I don't love the story. I love the fact that Nikki is covering the story. Let me put it together because I want people to understand what's going on and the injustice that's happening. However, anybody who involves themselves in the cartel or their business or stands in their way is putting their lives and their family's lives. In danger, and you think, well, I'm not going to be scared. Well, are you in Texas? You know, are you in Arizona? Are you in the border states? Because it's real. Now, I'm an militia, right? So we train on the border and stuff like that. Well, like mostly, just we're not out there like shooting people and arresting people. It's not like that, you know. We're basically just the eyes and the ears for the border patrol, you know, to train. But you have to be totally invisible, and you can't have anything in your car with identification. You can't have any VIN number showing or any kind of anything, you know. They'll follow you back in, in on a lot of you, you know. Look, I still think I'm on TikTok and a lot. Well, anyways, my yeah, friend uh, Lori, my friend Lori from Global Watchman News, and I just, you know, she's like one of my best friends in the world. And uh, we were on a show like 2016 or so, or 17, something like that. And this uh, group on the Arizona border had found a sex trafficking camp, right, by the, uh, uh, right on the border. And so she had just recently moved up there, and she was, just fixing to fly back to Arizona, and she was like, oh, I'm going to be blah, blah, blah. I could go over there and do boots on the ground and all this stuff. And I said, like, I don't think you should do that. And we were on 
Worldwide Radio, you know. And I was like, I don't think you should do that. You know, I'm going to be up there the week after. Why don't you wait for me, blah, 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 you know, because you, you just can't just do that, you know. Well, she was down to right. she's gonna she was going to do it. Well, like about a day or two later, uh, and her husband and, and his parents have like the same name as he does, you know. And someone just burgled his parents' house and killed his her father-in-law and mother-in-law. There wasn't no burglary or no motive or anything. And, you know, I, the first thing I said was, oh, my God, I told you, you know, it's a cartel, you know. And so even the FBI you know, knew about that show and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think that they ever found out anything about any kind of lead or, or anything as far as I know about what happened. So we never will know. You know, it's just our speculation, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, But then know, they don't want people we, to protect themselves. I mean, it's just right. – it, it's ridiculous. But the fact that – I mean, and, here's my thing. They are violating his not only his constitutional rights but his due process. Because how the hell again can you take this man and lock him up, and you don't even know if it is his weapon that killed the man? That's not the way the justice system is supposed to work. It doesn't get to work in reverse. Guilty until proven innocent. It's innocent until proven guilty. You know, it's it's no different than what they've done to all the January sixth litigants or people they have in there detained and held and have had them in there for years for trespass insurrection because there was no insurrection. And just because you change the definition of insurrection on the Internet does not make it so. In insurrection, you have weapons. You have guns. Those people did not have anything. They were being ushered in by the police. It was a – it wasn't even a protest. I would say it was a showing of the Capitol because – no one was in there doing anything crazy. It's just ridiculous. And what's interesting is that Nancy Pelosi's daughter did a documentary on this, and she does not have the same viewpoint as her mother. She's on there with all the defendants, like with a lot of them, and she talks to them, and she's like, you know, this is such a sham. I cannot believe that these people are locked up. So Nancy, and that's Nancy Pelosi's daughter. So, I mean, anybody with any common sense and any Eyes, they know exactly what's going on, but people are blind to it because, you know, they're sheep. And take me into the next story I have, which is programming. So I was looking at some stuff, and they always talk about predictive programming and psychological warfare and how we are mind-raped by uh, the media and by movies that we watch and you know, they say that everything that happens, they show us, which I'm a firm believer in that, which is why I do not watch TV. But you have, like, in the case of this, you know, the train derailment in Ohio, before that there was a movie called Knowing, and it was um, about an oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. And then a year later, um, the deep, I think it was a deep water horizon exploded in the Gulf of Mexico. And then um, – there was a, a movie called Alone Gunman, Alone Gunman, and it was six months before 9-11. But what that showed was the World Trade Center being targeted by a hijacker on a plane. And then you have White Noise, which was the movie that came out last year about a small town in Ohio, um, and it was actually East Palestine, Ohio, the same town that gets hit with a poisonous, toxic gas and chemicals from a train derailment. And so... It's just like, what the hell is it? Coincidence? I don't, you know, I don't believe in coincidence like that. But programming, 
And, um, you know, people then get what's called paradigm blindness. And that's, you know, being unwilling or unable to accept um, change to your core ways for the most part or making sense of the world and determining how to interpret it and, you know, trying to make sense of what goes on around you. But, you know, it's just, it's wild. And it's like, I feel like that's what happens a lot with um, people with liberal or democratic mindset because you can see exactly what's going on, but they don't see it. They really don't. It's like they, they're, everyone's complaining now about Tucker Carlson um, getting access to the January 6th tape. And they're like, he's going to pick and choose. And Well, okay, so what if he does? It's the same thing the Democrats did with the January 6th hearing. What the hell are you talking about? It's the same exact thing. But they're so blind that they cannot see it. It's just like you say that to someone with that mindset, and it just goes over their head. It's like you didn't even say it. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. So it makes you wonder if the government is using programming on us. Yeah, and where's Ray Epps on this? Where's Ray Epps? Uh-oh, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> it was me. I got kicked oh, off the when I was back in. I didn't have my speaker off. Sorry. Because I'm fighting with my cat is on my computer while I got kicked off. So, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, great. Exactly. They never brought him in. And it's just, it's so crazy to me. Like, you have this man on so many hours of video with him trying to stir people up. And then people even telling him, like, dude, you're a fad. Get away from me. But now you have the exactly. video that has surfaced that, you know, this man, he's physically pulling people into the Capitol. Okay, he's physically pulling people in, and he has an earpiece in his ear. And then the video, you know, and the woman goes, why are you pulling people in here? What are you doing? They unlocked the magnetic doors because no person could get that door open. doesn't matter how many people tried to pull it because those doors are magnetically locked. So it had to be opened by the security, which they did, and they just ushered those people in. And then there's the new video that surfaced of the four undercover cops who are walking down the street and people had called the police on them because they saw a weapon on one of them. So people that were there, they they had a lot of reports of, you know, this guy having a gun. So police come up on bikes, bicycle police in Washington, and they surround these four guys and they start asking them questions. And they're like, do you have weapons? And all the guys say, yes. Well, then they go, yeah, but we're, but we're police. And so then they take out all of their information and they hand it over to the police. And the you know, police officer's like, well, you might want to do a better job at trying to hide that um, because he had his weapon showing. So, you know, you have all the, you have the police and the FBI who were there. You have security guards letting people in. You've got people dragging people in through windows. Oh, and let me not forget about this other video that just surfaced. And that video shows a police officer talking to someone who's in regular clothes, just like the four police officers were, and he says, are your people here yet? And he goes, yes. And he was like, well, how will I know who, who's who? And he says, well, they will have on, they will have a wristband on. He said, I don't know what color it's going to be, but they'll have a wristband on. He said, and then on their gun, they will have a sticker of like a candy cane or a sucker or something, just like a little candy wheel, I guess, on the barrel of their gun is what he said. And so 
when you put all those pieces together, I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. That crap was planned. They, it was a setup and to make it look like an insurrection. And it's shitty because when everything comes out, everybody who was involved in that nonsense needs to be charged with murder. And that would be the murder of Ashley Babbitt and then the murder of the other lady, which I cannot remember her name for some reason. But she was the lady I who was I think it was a black lady who got beat to death. She got beat to death no, and dragged the guard. She got sampled. Yeah, but then the security guard – no, the security guard beat her after that, though. The security yeah, guard – footage of it. That security guard beat her. And then when she was receiving CPR, they pulled her away from receiving life-saving care. And so exactly. I, I feel like anybody who was involved in this, Nancy Pelosi, I don't care. Lock her old ass up. I don't care. I don't give a damn. Whoever it was. No, hang them. This is treason in the highest form because this is this is the brown shirts. This is Nazi Germany. This is, this is Nazism at its finest to stop us from – from, from they're stealing our election and taking over our country, you know, from us having any voice. Yeah. What that literally killed the Constitution is what they're doing there, literally. And here's the thing. The Constitution is the supreme law of the land. Nothing trumps the Constitution, nothing. Any law that they put in place does not trump the Constitution of the United States. Just like when you get arrested and you're on probation, they take away your Fourth Amendment right. They have no right to do that. It's illegal, and we have so many illegal laws in place, but they do not trump the Constitution. And then now it's like if you were to even take that up to a federal judge, they're so corrupted or just complete freaking morons and idiots and don't know shit about the law, you're screwed either way because people are not upholding the Constitution. Um, It's so dirty, (laughs) and it's ridiculous because Americans just are blind to – or, or choose to be willfully ignorant and not pay attention to what is going on, like at all. They look at the media, which, you know, it's propaganda and it's lies, and you can't trust what they say. And it's just, it, it's crazy. I mean, I follow a lot of different independent people, people who are on the ground, people who see things, um, because I don't, I don't trust media. I really don't, because they do not give you the full story of what's going on. I mean, there's so much going on in the world right now that people don't know about because it's not even it's not even talked about. It's not even shown. So people are over here living their lives like, la, 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 no big deal, life as usual. And, no, everything around them is going to crumble, burn, and fall. I mean, it's just it's maddening to me. I don't understand it. But on a positive note, Tennessee – um, passed a bill today that bans public drag shows and sex changes for minors. It's House Bill 9, and they passed it on Thursday with, a, uh, I think the vote was 74 to 19. That's great. So th- that's awesome. That is awesome. That's a win. So I'll take a win anywhere I can get it. <laughs> you know? Yes, we all. Yes. Take a win wherever I can get it, and that's definitely a win. But, you know, I did a TikTok on um, Putin's speech the other day and some of the things that he said, and <clears throat> it's pretty crazy because for one – I'm dying to jump into that, but you have got to let me take a break this time, girl. You have got to – we're okay, going to okay. kick off the air. <laughs> because I don't, okay, want to stop okay. you, I don't want to stop you in the middle of Putin. Are you basically going to the Putin stuff now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want to break so you, you right can... in the middle of that because this is good stuff, and I'm dying to hear this. Is my favorite part. I, I like Putin. I'm a President Putin fan. I think he's a good guy. So, and I know y'all like like him too. So, I'm going to play a quick song real quick and do our uh, our break because I have to. And uh, and we're going to play uh, Digital Soldiers by JT Wild and maybe a second one. I'm not sure. And then we'll be right back. Okay. 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 This was irregular warfare at its finest. We have an army of digital soldiers. Deplorable, and we 
got the bodies in the dirt and need someone to blame. Got a pension for greed and money to spare. They put the dollars in the coffers and the lies in the air. Well, we go one, we go all. I won't push you down. You won't let me fall one day for sure. We will stand tall. Well, we go one, we go all. Because we have it all And the fate is in our hands Had a reason to fool us But we didn't take the bait They want to take us to hell But we got guns in the cage And that was J.T. Wild, who is so kind enough to allow us to use his song, Where We Go When We Go All, in our introduction for Wolfpack Radio, for my videos, and for my podcast. So if you get a chance to support J.T. Wild, he's one of the greatest artists in the Patriot movement. Also, I don't have any sponsors so much for this show, but if you get a chance to go to TikTok at RealHurricaneAnn06, my Amazon store link is on that show page and if you want to press that link anything that you buy on amazon guess what i'll get a commission so there's that so i'll take your money because that works for me and then and i'm gonna be really happy and also if you want to watch my tiktoks well hey i get paid for that too but i'm always getting banned so here's the deal i made a bunch of backup accounts but the one i get paid for is real hurricane and 06 but I get more followers i'll get paid for the other ones which is not real original but if you want to add them all real hurricane and Real Hurricane and 05, Real Hurricane and 06, Real Hurricane and 07. Okay. <laughs> now, without any further ado, let me put my guest back on the line. And I also that? didn't, yeah, just one second. I also didn't add uh, Nakia's links into the description yet. 
but I will, and her descriptions are also on the last two shows' descriptions, but I will be adding those after the show where you can find her on all her social media programs and her YouTube at Kia Speaks Truth. And so y'all be sure and follow her there and uh, give her some big thumbs up. And uh, Daniel, still with us? Yes, I am. All right, all right. So, don't y'all love uh, y'all, y'all gotta, I got to tell you about this song, okay? Yeah, I say you have to let me off the show so we can do the commercial. But in reality, these are my favorite songs. That is my number one song played on my in my car. Okay, it's my number one jam song. And literally, y'all know I'm a musician, so, or at least I used to be. So when this song is playing, I'm literally standing up, singing at the top of my lungs, dancing around my living room every single time. It's a sight. Okay, it's a sight. I'm always so afraid y'all are going to pick me up and hear me. <laughs> I'm always checking, make sure I'm muted. I love That's how I get energized. So. Yeah, I love that team. It's, like, pretty badass. So, JT Wild, y'all check him out. Oh, one more sponsor I forgot. It's not really a sponsor, but it's somebody that I support. It's LaVoy Finnegan. So, if you get a chance to go to one Cowboy stand for freedom, that's, J- that's his uh, LaVoy Finnegan site where you can get his book and his T-shirts, bumper stickers, all kinds of flags, all kinds of stuff, and help the family. They're still going through a lawsuit trying to fight this corrupt government who – assassinated uh, this wonderful patriot, LaVoy Finnegan. So, all right, I'm done. I'll leave you alone. Go ahead, Nakia. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Um, so, as you know, Putin says that um, he did not start the war, but the West and Ukraine and the corruption is what started this war. So before I tell you what he has said in some of his speech, um He's everyone knew, like everyone in the United States, all these government officials, like scholars, everyone knew that if NATO started to move eastward, then that would be considered a threat of war. And, you know, the, blind, the United States decided to turn a blind, you know, eye to that and a deaf ear and, and look away. And uh, now look what we have. But uh, it's crazy because in 2014, I do believe, well, it was in 2015 is when the phone call has now been discovered between Victoria Newland and Ambassador Jeff Pyatt, and um, they talk about the color revolution, which, you know, is in 2014 when the government was overthrown in Kiev, and um, then a puppet government was put in. And after that puppet government was put in place, that's when Ukrainian forces started being um, trained in the eastern Donbass region. So that, that's what kicked it all off. And, you know, like the other night on the show when I had said the CIA and the State Department are responsible for pretty much every war that we've had because of them and their coups and what they do in other countries. So it's always a shit show when they're involved, but, you know, they, they're not bound by anything. They work outside of the Constitution. They work outside of the law. And uh, it's a runaway agency who pretty much does whatever they want, and they have power with all their secret agencies. And um, no one knows about them or what they do or what they use money for, not even Congress. And so, you know, they're all pretty much just puppets operating under these agencies. But anyway, um, Putin had started out his speech, and he says, I'm speaking at a difficult milestone time for the country at a time of cardinal irreversible changes in the world. Since 2014, Dunbass has been fighting for the right to live on its own land to speak in shelling. He believed and expected that Russia would come to the rescue. The Western 
rulers' claim of peace, as we can see, was a hoax. The West increasingly encouraged the Ukrainian regiment to carry out terrorist actions in the Donbass. The United States deployed its fat bases near the borders with Russia. They prepared Ukraine, enslaved by them, for a big war, they admitted openly. He says, we defend not only our position in the modern world, there should be no division into civilized countries and all the rest. We were ready for constructive dialogue with the West, but in response, they received a hypocritical reaction. The expansion of NATO, missile defense systems, the deployment of military contingents. Neither side has hundreds of military bases around the world like the U.S. does. The whole planet is covered. He says in December 2021, we sent the West a security guarantee agreement, but all positions were refused. The incoming information said that by February, everything was ready for another punitive action in the Donbass against the Kiev through artillery, planes, and tanks. They started the war, and we used force to stop it. So just on the first part alone, he has maintained this the whole time. He's been saying the same thing. The story has not changed like the United States. You know, and when we blew up Nord Stream, that, that was an act of war. And so I feel like, you know, they are trying to make us hate Russia. And it's just, the first question I ask myself is, what the hell has Russia done? (laughs) Like, what's going on? You know, Um, for one, Ukraine is not a sovereign nation. Can I answer that real quick? In all my videos, Uh if you go to, if y'all go to Wolfpack Radio on YouTube and watch my videos, You'll see that on all my videos, I say the same thing over and over, because at the time, it's always been Russia, 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 Russia. And I'm like, look here, look here, Russia. Do not look here, China. That's what's going on. Look here, look here, look at Russia. Do not look at uh, Ukraine. Do not look at China. You know, look here instead. So it's just a distraction. Yeah, and he goes on to say, it's ridiculous. He goes on to say the next target after the Dunbass was an attack on the Crimea. And I don't know how to say this word. I don't know what this place is. It's Sevastopol, I guess, Sevastopol over there. But he says they are now talking about it openly. We protect our home, and the goal of the West is unlimited power. The West spends $150 billion on the war and $60 billion on supporting poor countries. Endless accusations against Russia were heard at the Munich conference. The feeling that this was done so that everyone would forget what the West has been doing in recent decades. And they plunged entire regions into chaos, released gin and bottles, because trillions of dollars are at stake under the guise of democracy. Because we know that, I mean, some of us know what the CIA and the State Department have done with these, you know, with these coups and over growing governments like they did in Iran when they had a peaceful government and, you know, and they wanted to stage their coup over there and overthrow the government, and then the whole place went into chaos. It's true, you know, just craziness. But he also goes on to say in the 1930s, the West opened the way for the Nazis to power in Germany. We talked about this the other day on the show. In our time, they made anti-Russia out of Ukraine. The project is not new. It goes back to the 19th century. It was cultivated in Austria, Hungary, 
Poland in order to tear the historical regions away from the country. Nothing new. Everyone repeats. The West accelerated this project by supporting the anti-state, anti-constitutional, anti-constitutional coup in 2014 in Kiev. And that's what I was just talking about when they went over there with the color revolution. And so he then says the armed forces of Ukraine use Nazi symbols. Do not hide who they are. The West doesn't give a damn who to bet on in the fighting against Russia. The main thing is to fight against us. So you can use at least terrorists, at least neo-Nazis, at least a bald trait. And in 1930, and now the idea is the same, to kindle a hotbed of war in the East. So he... (laughs) He's saying a lot of stuff that is pretty deep, and, you know, it's crazy because Putin has been a cold-blooded killer, but in 2012 is when he, um, it seems like he really fell back to his face and started changing how he went. I'm not saying that the man is not strategic and, you know, he's not cold-blooded, but he wants to protect his country, and I'll get into that. He wants to protect his country from Western culture. Because he sees what it's doing. Don't you think that you know, him and I do think him and Trump were threw that soccer ball, gave that soccer ball to Trump, and said, you know, the ball's in your court or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think there might have been some kind of microchip in there that might have, because you know, Trump always said we have it all. We have yes, it all. there you was. I mean? Yes, there yeah. was. And he gave it the virus. specific. Go ahead, Daniel. Yes. Yes, there was something in that ball, and he gave it to Baron Trump. Baron Trump's like a wizard on a computer. He's also a master of chess at 13 years old. He's a he's a very intelligent kid. Well, you know, I think like I read something about this particular soccer ball actually does have like a, a chip, you know, uh, actually a, a computer chip in it, you know. So I don't know. It seems like I, I wish I had my research in front of me. It's been so long ago. But anyway, long story short, I just kind of always thought they might be allies. You know, I really do because the you know the the enemy and my enemy is my friend. You know, and so I kind of feel like Trump and Putin have the same agenda. You know, like they're both the, to right. me they're both the good guys. You know, fighting the bad guys. I, I, that might be the only reason why he hasn't uh, pressed the button. I mean, right. they are Biden over there. They, they are begging for war. And then you got that damn um, who is it that's running Nikki Haley? Shut the hell up! No one's voting for her. They need to boot her ass out already. She's another. Oh my god! I can't stand her. I can't stand her. And I loved when Don Lemon got fired for talking bad about her. Even though I like him talking bad about her, even though I don't like him at all because I don't like her. I've never liked that neocon by Nikki Haley. She's just a fucking. She's a, she's a uh, Lindsey Graham. Ugh, yeah, like, you know what I mean. And she was part of the Young Leaders with the World with the World Economic Forum. She's so. a Crenshaw Black, you know. I can't stand Crenshaw, Haley, Graham, ugh, all of them. They just make me just want to puke. I don't um, even like Rubio. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. But he goes on to say the people of Ukraine have become hostage of the occupational pro-Western. Regimen, which has been plundering its state for decades. Nobody cares about their people. He said, No one cares about people. They are not, they are prepared for slaughter, turned into consumables. Sad, scary to talk about it, but true. 
The responsibility for escalation lies with Kiev regimen, for which its own people are a stranger. He said the elites of the West want to turn a local conflict into a global confrontation. It is about the existence of our country, but they understand that it is impossible to defeat Russia on the battlefield. Hence the information attack, lies, distortion of historical facts, and attacks on the Russian Orthodox Church culture. Then he says, I would like to tell the West, look at the main book of world religions. It says that family is the union of man and woman, but even these sacred values are questioned. The British church is considering the idea of gender-neutral God. Forgive me, Lord. They don't know what they are doing. The elites of the West are going crazy, leading people to disaster, and we will protect our children from degradation and degeneration. And with that, he's talking about how, because he keeps speaking on, you know, all these, how we're trying to let kids have these sex changes and how we are destroying our culture and and we are. He, he's like, these people have lost their minds, and he does not want that for his people because they are, they follow the Bible, you know, and their morals and values lie in a different place. And so people are like, oh, he's a dictator. He's this, he's that. It takes a strong person, and I'm not saying he's not, but it takes a strong person to lead people the right way. And to know better, because these fools over here have lost their damn minds with, you know, look, I don't care what you do. You know, I don't give a damn what you do. But the Bible is the Bible, and it says, you know, man and woman, that, that's, that's it. That's the union. And you have your children. Not all this other craziness that's going on. And if that's your life, then that's your business. It's your choice. But what you don't get to do is come and shove it down everyone else's throat, you know. And... It's not even really the gay movement. It's the transgender. It's this transgender nonsense and thinking that men can be women and women can be men. It's so. It's so men can have babies. Men can have babies. They're saying. <laughs> they sure do. They so sure do. Stupid. I mean, and, and kids are young. And so when you see young people and they get on the internet to try to find something and it says that a freaking man can menstruate, I don't think so. Show me yeah, a right. mother effing man that can menstruate. They can't. But, you know, when kids see this and their minds are moldable, what are they going to think? You know, and they're teaching them all this crap. So he is absolutely right. Like, they are trying to break down our society with all of this nonsense. It's, it's, they've gone too far. Um, he says that the West is trying to undermine our society, but traitors will be held accountable. We will not arrange a witch hunt for those who have abandoned their homeland. Let them live with it. Citizens of Russia gave them a moral assessment. We are proud that the Russians understood our actions in Dunbass and supported us. This is a manifestation of patriotism, a feeling that is historically inherent in our people. And so then he goes in to... um, thanking like everybody and I read through all of that earlier but he literally took a lot of time and he started like really thanking his people he talked about how we are separated from the west and how they have sanctioned us and they thought that our economy was going to plunder but it has not it has only gotten you know better and that they are making new alliances with 
like Iran, with China, with Southeast Asia, or Southern, and um, who else? There was someone else. I just lost my train of thought. But he goes on to talk about those things and what they're going to do for their people and how they are building their economy. Um, and he says that the West has also deployed an economic front. Organizers of the sanctions are punishing themselves. Provoke rising prices, closure of enterprise, energy crisis, and they say that the Russians are to blame. They try to break ties with Russian companies, disconnect them from financial communication channels, disconnect them from the market. This is theft of our foreign exchange reserves, attempts to collapse the ruble and provoke destructive inflation. Their goal is to make our citizens suffer. Such humanity. So <laughs> it's like, what, what can you say to that? Because it's true. That's what, that's what we're doing. You know, because of I find our it really, I find it really precarious that he used the words witch hunt in that because it, it, I've been kind of researching that a little bit, and it, so it's really weird that you brought that up tonight because I had been doing that Disney documentary, right, which is connected to everything, everything, okay, and uh, and it was that was it McCarty, the McCarty, and they called it the the, the witch hunt. You know what I'm talking about? It was in Hollywood. Mm-mm. And it had, they had the, uh, the Senate trials like they were. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. They, they were uh, the they Salem trials. Huh? No. Huh. This was uh, where where Disney and uh, uh, everybody. It was. Uh, hang on a second. Let me let me ask my mom. She'll tell me the name of it. She she knows it. It was. I've got it all all in my notes. I can't believe. It. I think it's called the McCarty Senate hearings. Mom, what was the name of that witch hunt? The McCarty hearings. Where Reagan and Disney, I covered it in my documentary. The witch hunt where they had where everybody was testifying in Hollywood, trying to get everybody out of business. Hmm. It was McCarty, wasn't it? The McCarty investigation, intelligence and person. No, it wasn't a daycare. <laughs> I don't think Mom understood me. She was listening to her show. Well, anyways. They had an investigation, okay, and it was a, I think it was a senator. And uh, Ronald Reagan, Don, uh, Walt Disney, everyone in there testified. And what they were doing was they were just basically whoever they didn't want in business, they were like, oh, they're conspiring. They're Russians, you know. So witch hunt, you know, it was a witch hunt is what they called it. And, uh, right. and so that, what they were doing was eliminating the people in their business by making these false accusations that they were communists, Right. Right. And so, uh, and so then when Donald Trump was running for office, he kept referring to the witch hunt, you know. And I found yeah. that kind of funny because it was the same exact thing as what had happened there, you know. And well, so I, I just like researching. I feel like he was talking right. about the witch hunt when he said that. To be quite honest. Yeah. So whenever he said that, I you know that's what Donald Trump always refers to, you know, about what they're doing to him, you know. And so. Right. Uh, targeting him, so that's I don't know. I just thought it was a, a real odd words to use, you know. Right. Well, he goes on to say technologies and equipment were bought in the West, and instead of buying the mess, the money was spent on estates, yachts, foreign real estate, especially at first. And where there is wealth, there are children, their education, their life, and future. Recent events have shown that a safe haven abroad 
is an illusion. The West robbed, took away even legally earned money. None of the ordinary citizens of the country felt sorry for those who lost their capital in foreign banks, who lost their yachts and their palaces. And in conversations in the kitchen, they probably remembered both the privatization, I cannot say this word, privatization of the 1990s and the luxury of the new elite. The West has provoked conflicts, used means of economic deterrence all these years, and big business is responsible for the strategic enterprise of thousands of teams. This means that when the leaders and the owners of such businesses are dependent on the West, it is a danger to the country. Such a situation cannot be tolerated. And he goes on to say everyone has their own choice. You can stay in your arrested castle with your arrested accountants, but you have to understand that they are second class there. But there is another choice, to be with your motherland, to work with your compatriots, to open new businesses, change the life around you. And he goes on to talk about how they're earning this capital and how they're going to start investing money into their schools and into scientists and to entrepreneurs so that they can build Russia because Russia wants to be away from everyone. They want to be their own nation that does everything on their own um, with, new, uh, with, with no ties to the West at all. And he goes into the history of it and how it was um, passed down to them. And then he even talks about presidential elections and how they are going to be held um, strictly in accordance to the law there. And so I just found it really, really interesting because, you know, he talks about how we have pretty much invited all this perversion into our society, And he says, if we want to know what the West is doing, just look what they're doing to their children. And I'm like, wow, that's, you know what I mean? You got Putin over there. And he's saying things that are so truthful and um, that are relevant to this country. But um, he talks about the college students. There was another part of this that I wanted to read you. Where is it at? He talks about how they've gone into the rubles, started using the rubles, and um, in early February, NATO demanded. So he said in early February, NATO demanded a return to the implementation of strategic offensive nuclear arms treaty, including inspections of our facilities. There is a theater of the absurd. The West is directly involved in the attempt of the Kiev regimen to strike at our strategic aviation. And now they also want to inspect our defense facilities. This sounds like bullshit. The West does not allow us to conduct the same inspections. NATO's goal is to defeat Russia, and at the same time, they want to visit our facilities. Do they want to poke their nose at our ground-based centers? <laughs> so he's like, he's like, he's had enough. He's like, no. You guys aren't going to come over here and, and do this BS when, we, when we're not allowed to do it. You know, why are you guys the only ones who are allowed to do this? And no, no one else is. He said it is, a, it is unacceptable that the United States is rebuilding the world order exclusively for itself. And now ultimatums are being put forward through NATO. Follow our demands and we will do what they want. 
he said this is either the height of hypocrisy and cynicism or stupidity, but don't call them idiots. So then he went into talking about how they were suspending. And he's the man. He's the boss. He's the boss. You know. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like, wait, wait, wait. wait. You know what? Wait, I gotta interrupt. I gotta interrupt. I gotta interrupt. Hang on a second. I'm trying to change pages on my computer, but I can't find my mouse. Hang on one second. Stupid computer froze up. I wanted to play something. I was gonna play the Godfather song. Oh wait, here it goes. I gotta interrupt you. This is Putin. He's like coming in. Like nobody in the world stands up to these guys except for Trump. You know what I mean? And here comes right. Putin without a shirt on, riding on the back of a freaking lion. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Oh, yeah, like, I saw that. He is the freaking man. He is the freaking man. And every time I think of Putin, that's exactly what I, I think of. I think of, like, him riding without a shirt on. Well, we got Joe Biden bear. falling up. Yeah. Putin. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> I'm you know, sorry, it, I have it, it, No, it's okay. Then he said that the West has gone completely woke. He said that priests yep. are being made to perform same-sex marriage. He said the Bible says, you know, again, the union is of marriage is sacred between a man and a woman. Any book of faith says so. And, you know, he says that it, we are destroying our younger generation, changing historical truths. Attacking the church with information wars. He says we are destroying our cultural identity with um, perversion and untruth. He said pedophilia and all these things are the new norm. And, um, you know, he went on to say that people can live how they want and that they have never intruded on the West or our way of life, he said, and they won't. He said, but we should take a look at the scripture and the holy book any great religion, and the holy texts are being doubted in the West. And then he went on again to talk about the Anglican Church and how they are proposing a gender-neutral God. And it's just, it's iffy because, again, like I said, it's so true because he talks about all of these things that he does not want for his country. He's like, absolutely not. They're not going to tolerate it because they know that that is the breakdown of any society when people just go amok and they don't have God, then therefore they have no purpose or no reason to live and no hope, and they don't know why they're depressed or why they're upset or sad or anything. It's because they, what do you have to live for? You have no hope. You have no faith. And so it's just a breakdown of a society, you know, but it's like every great um, empire will fall. And it's like ours doesn't have to, but the people have become such sheep. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy. But that man, when I read through that whole speech, I'm like, he is not an idiot. He knows exactly what the hell is going on, you know. And he knows how this government is doing the people. I mean, that's why I'm so big and firm on the Convention of States, because they have to be disbanded and broke up. And, you know, they're putting the people against each other. And I I keep telling people, it's not us against each other. It's us against the government. They've become too big. They have too much overreach. I mean, if we leave it to them, they're, they're going to control every aspect of life and, and your children, and you're not going to have any freedom. And people want to talk about Putin being a dictator. Well, guess what? The people over there respect him. They agree with him. So, you know, when they want to keep saying he's a dictator, he's a dictator. Well, you know what? But the people agree with him. So they're I not over there. Freaking... Me too. And that's what I'm <laughs> saying. They're not over there rioting. 
They're not, you know, in all these other countries where they're trying to overthrow their governments because they are treated so poorly and doing these people so wrong. Those people are respectful. They support him. They agree with what he's saying because that's where their morals lie. That's, you know what I mean? That's what That's where our morals don't lie. America, we should have the same morals. You know, whatever you do in your home is your business. Don't throw it down our our throat with, with like, these uh, gay parades or whatever. They go in and read to the kids. Get the hell out of here. Get get an army vet, an old vet in there, and and let him talk to them. Right. What the hell is going on? It's just like, you know, with school and everything that they're teaching them. It's just like, you know, they, they don't teach these kids anything in school. For one, even the regular curriculum before it got, like, super crazy was bullshit. Because people need to know how to balance checkbook or their bank accounts. They need to know life skills. They don't teach any kind of life skills. They've taken all the home economics out of school. Now they've taken out art. They've taken out music. They're taking out everything. Like, I just found out that Nevada, so they get seven point. Now, mind you, Nevada is 42nd in the country of worst schools. So it is a horrible school system, okay? Terrible. Just shitty. But they get 7.5% for just extras or things that they want to use the money for, you, you know what I mean, programs or whatever, that are outside of what's in the regular curriculum. They are trying now to get that boosted to 20%, and what they're trying to do is actually bring in courses to teach people how to be drag queens, to teach them well, how to really perform. Sad. It's really sad this way this country is going. It really is. It's so sad. It is. It it is sick is what it is. It's sick. It's demonic. It's evil. And these fools want to cheer this shit on and act like it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's perverse. And like he said, it's the destruction of a nation, and it is. You know, I personally, I personally think Putin's the good guy here. Right. I personally think he's the good guy. I'm sorry. I believe yeah, he's that a good way. Guy. He's, he's, a good guy. he's a good guy. I mean, he's, well, look, he, he's got more sense than anybody over here in our government. I'll tell you that damn much. You got that right. You got that right. But they are trying. They are begging for him to push that button. And he already told us to back off. He said that if we see anything else, to the Ukrainians, and we help them, he's going to push the button. And, you know, he is held back because I don't think that he wants to do that. I really don't. But they are trying to back this man into a corner. And look, here's my thing. Now we have China to worry about. It's not just Russia. Because now that they are aligned, look what they've done to our military. Our (laughs) weapons that have been depleted will not even be replaced until 2030. That's how long it takes to make these things. So we're looking at 2030 before we could even be replenished with everything that we've given away, leaving ourselves open, and that is what this administration has done. Anybody who That's their game plan. That's their game plan. Exactly right. I mean, they have their underground bunkers to go to, and they can even, you know, have war with their underground bunkers. It's just, it's sick because they do not care about the people at all. All they're worried about is padding their dirty ass pockets and, you know, and the shadow government running crap. It's just 
it, it's, it's too much. And then when I, you know, when I look at my comments and stuff, I'm just like, you dumb MFers to some of these people because it's mind-boggling to me because they are so delusional and they are so just blind. You know, to what's I really mean. think I really think they're bots because no one can really think this. No one in their right mind can think that our country is okay. Nobody. But if they you got do. An ounce of common sense. One ounce of common sense, you can see we're going in the wrong fucking direction. But they don't see it, and that's why I said, again, you know, with the blindness, because it's just like these people are just, I don't know, it's just like they're like, la, 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 you know, it's paradigm blindness, unwilling, unable to accept any challenge to their core ways of making sense of the world and determining how they interpret and make sense of what goes on around them in their worldview. They are so like dialed into this narrative. It's like you can see, like they are literally trying to talk crap about the people of East Palestine, Ohio. Like Joy Behar said on The View that pretty much those people got what they deserved because they voted for Trump. And the audience like is like, oh, and they're, they're clapping. And I'm just like, you damn seals and puppets, what is wrong with you? Like, you're saying that these people deserve to have... Yeah, but there's probably nobody in the audience. That's just, that's just audio. There's nobody there. Those are bots online, and that's just the sound making it clap. I can make it clap right now and make it sound like well, you've got no, 500 people sitting in the audience. But you heard some people gasp, though. That's why I don't think that it was, because you can know when fake... You know, you can do the fake audience, but some people are like, oh, like, I can't believe she said that. Like, I'm like, well, shit, at least there's some people that were appalled, and then she tried to walk it back some. But, I mean, you those have this mindset. Those are the most horrible people I've ever seen in my life. They're just oh, like, yeah, they're, they're so demonic. They're, so, they're demons. They're a bunch of fucking you can tell demons. They're demons. My French. A bunch of weak-ass spinsters who are lonely. Pathetic they're all has They're all has been. They're all old farts. You know, they think they're going to be here for 100 years. They, they really think this. They're going to be here 100 years. You know, you got a couple of years left. Go enjoy your fucking life. You know? No one wants to hear I, your opinion. That's you know? the, and their really? opinions are garbage. They're, they're so, um, you know, here's my thing. I try to keep an open opinion, an open mind to anything and everyone. I will listen to what anyone has to say. You can try to convince me of something else. Sometimes people will make sense and they can give me a different viewpoint on things or let me see things in a different light or aspect. I might not have to agree with it, but I can see where they're coming from, their viewpoint. However, others are just no. It is just like almost robotic. And then you tell them things, and you put the hypocrisy right back in their face, and I'm telling you, it goes over their head. And they will go on to something else like you never said it. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But, you know, it's spiritual warfare, and there is a veil over this nation. And, you know, we got the spirit of Jezebel and the spirit of Baal and all kinds of demonic presences going on, and it's just craziness. You know what? People like I media really did a number on everybody. They really did. Because if you ever listen, you know, they really did. And people believe this shit, you know? You know, you got to... I don't even watch the news, and I know more than anybody, you know, talking crap, you know? It's so stupid. Do your own research. Do your own research. Exactly. 
Like when COVID first And let me tell you out, something. If anybody would have did their research in voting for Joe Biden, they would know that he was the biggest racist ever in the exactly. in the Senate. Exactly. So 72, he's been living off the taxpayers. This guy hasn't exactly. worked a day in his life. He knows nothing about work. All he knows is how to steal money. Him and his son Hunter and, he and knows his brother Jim. Sell us out. That's right, and sell us out to the Chinese. That's right. Because that's that's what they've done. And you know what? And they money they're they're money laundering through Ukraine. Look, like I said, they are not a sovereign nation. They are. they are not part of NATO. Why the hell are we there? We have no that's business right. exactly. being there. Exactly. We have it's no it. business there. No business. And yeah, and Joe Biden couldn't go. And then they want to talk crap about Trump, and they want to talk about how, you know, oh, he went to East Palestine, Ohio, for a photo op. Who the hell cares why he went? At least he went. At least he did something. Guess what? All you other mother effers can sit there and talk all the crap that you want about him, but guess what? None of your asses are there, are you? No one else. None of them would have went. They heard Trump was going. Everybody wants to go then, you know, like Pete Buttigieg. What, who the, this guy was a mayor. What has he got to do with the supply chain? He screwed up everything in the supply chain. He screwed everything. up everything. The whole administration. That's what is they garbage. do. They destroy. They're destroying America. And people are too stupid to see it. They really are. Some, I see a lot of people saying, oh, we got to do something. Yeah, yeah. I see you on TikTok. Why, why aren't you going somewhere? Why don't you get a, a group together and let's go somewhere? Let's get a couple million people and go to Washington. What's the big deal? They're doing People it in every friggin' country. Every country, except every. we're not doing it. Every country. I had somebody say today, oh, I hate America, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? I said, you shouldn't hate America. I said, because it's one of the greatest countries in the world. I said, but you know what? I said, who you should despise is the government, because they are the ones who are tearing this country apart. I said, the people love this country. That's why everyone still wants to come here. But even when you have people, when you have people who, who are illegal aliens who came over here and they did things the right way, they see it. It is what they ran from. And even when these people are saying it, it's going to turn a blind eye. I was looking at this, um, this girl. I, think, I don't know if she was Korean or what she, what she was. She's from Korea. And um, she was talking about how she got here. She could not believe what they were teaching in Colombia. She said, because what they were teaching is what I had escaped. She said, and wow. you do not want to go down this pathway. She said, there cannot be equal footing for everyone. And there can't be. Look, motherfucker, if you didn't work for it, then why the hell do you get it? You don't. That's not yeah. the way it works. Life's not always fair. But guess what? Everybody has an opportunity to make the best of their life in this country. And That's right. when people want their hand out and they, they think that someone else should give them to them, hell no. I'm sorry. The biggest joke is California. The biggest joke is California. They want to give all black people, uh, what is it, five million dollars? They weren't even in the Civil War. California wasn't in no Civil War. There was no slaves in California. People don't understand it. What about what about my forefathers who died? Right. My uncles, my aunts. Slaves were in all colors. They weren't. They weren't just black. And so I I take offense to that because I actually came from a very um, well-educated black family, a long line of educators, and uh, we had all black encyclopedias, and we learned, like, history that is not taught in school and things like that. But, you know, this victim mentality pisses me off so bad. What the hell 
does slavery have to do with you? Pretty sure your ass didn't go through it, so why the hell are you complaining about Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. I mean, I that as a black person, it, it, it's so maddening to me. But, it's you like, know, it's kind of maddening to me, too, because on my ancestry, I found out that my on my mother's side that if you watch that show um, about the time traveler, the lady who goes back to Scotland, do you ever watch that? Have you ever seen that before? The Highlander or something like that? She goes back in time. And she goes back to Scotland, and it's at the time with this, uh, the I think they call it the Jacobese, and it's a war going on there in Scotland. Scotland and, uh, anyways, the storyline is very similar to one of my mom's uh, grandfathers, almost identical, and he fought for the same people just like this guy did, and he got, took it as a hostage, and he ended up being taken as an indentured slave and brought to America, and so he was actually a slave here uh, in America, but he was Scottish, and he had to do his indentured servant time before he was, he was finally released from being a slave. So, I mean, I think I deserve reparations. What we all think, do. What about, what, if that's the case, everybody deserves reparations. I mean, what about what about the Native Americans? What about the you know the Cherokees? Well, look, what about look, I mean, if anybody if anybody know, deserves one, reparations, it is the Native Americans. Let me just Americans. finish. Let me just finish because on the other side of my family, they definitely did have slaves. So I know I'm going to get sued for money, but on the other side of the family, we were slaves. So I have to ask for reparations. I have no. I have to to balance it out because when they sue me for reparations for all my family members that did own slaves, which I can't deny it because it's like all in the ancestry stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I even found wills, so I mean they did. I'm not proud of it, but this, I can't help it. You know, it's not my fault. But on the other hand, I did have family that was slaves, so I have to say I want reparations because I'm going to probably get sued, and so I got to have some way to get some money back, right? <laughs> I don't have a choice. I'm screwed, y'all. So. It is so absurd. What I mean, the, the, look, that does it's racially divisive, divisive, whatever. And when you constantly keep that as the key focus, it's all that they have, and they're hanging on by a thread. And the only thing they, they want to actively create race wars is what they want to do. And I have no doubt in my mind that is what they are That's going exactly. for. They are going for absolutely right, one hundred percent. And it's no different than, like, I got so pissed off when they were talking about, all oh, black men are being killed in the street. You fucking fools. No, they're not. No, they're not. Do you know what? I'm sorry. This is the way I put it to everybody. If your child gets pulled over by the police, are you going to tell them to fight the police and run and try to take their weapons and do all these things? No parent with any good sense is going to say that to their child. But people do. And do you know who I blame? I blame the media because they are the ones who stir this crap up. They try to make it look a certain way. With the, they push a certain narrative. And then when people get pulled over, who's to say that they're not freaked out? Who's to think that they're not thinking that they're going to get shot? Because when you look on the news I, I, and they're what telling you. What I find the most offensive is when they say that the black people can't get the ID to vote. And I'm like, what black people do you know? Because my, oh, I have a right. lot of black friends, a lot of black friends. And I'm like, and uh, they travel the world and have passports and own oh homes God. and have checking accounts and, try, and gamble in Vegas and, you know, and have served in the military and, are, you know, have professions. What the hell black people do you know that don't take a lot of Because you have to have. Right. You have to have an ID to do anything. And for one, it's Don't very insulting. Don't you find insulting. that like, so insulting? I find that just so it's very insulting. insulting. And it is insulting. What, and it is insulting. I mean, it's just, it, it's so 
crazy to me that, I mean, and then you just see the way that, you know, when I look at certain, you know, groups and cultures and stuff, and look at the way society has um, done, and that's with music. It's with everything because, it's, you know, so much stuff is demonic people don't know about, even the gigahertz, yes. you know, the music that you listen to carries certain frequencies. Right. Um, and it's just, it's so deep, but that's for another show. <laughs> but, but I'll it, tell you what we ought to do another show on is the slavery issue because I became kind of obsessed with it, even though I'm only – According to answer shit, I'm only one percent black, but still, I. Uh, but it has nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that when I was doing my research, I ran across some stuff that kind of caught my interest, and I'm beginning. This is going to sound crazy, batshit crazy, but I'm beginning to think that the slaves weren't even brought over from Africa. I'm beginning to think that they were actually here in America, and that these old Tartarian buildings and stuff might have been their old empire, but they spoke a different language. You know what I mean? So I'm starting to think there's so much more about the black history that was actually covered up, you know. And, I mean, you can look at these old pictures of the Indians. They're black. They're black. They're not brown. My, I have Cherokee and all kinds of crazy ancestry, but I'm telling you, man, they've lied about – they've really lied about the uh, the black you know history. I think they've lied become – No. Do you know Those pharaohs were black. Mexican. King Solomon was black. Mexicans were black. Yeah, they black were. Black people were the – black people were the first inhabitants of Mexico. So, but that's not what they tell you in the history books. Like I said, we... I think what they had did was they blended with the lost tribe because the Mormons believe that they came over here by the time of the Tower of Babel. And I think whenever they blended it in and stuff that, I don't know, that like maybe the Hebrew blood with the black did made the Indians. Have you seen anything Mexicans, about the you know? caves of Ohio, the caverns in Ohio, where they yes, have... Um, I'm obsessed with this with stuff. That's way oh, in Ohio. Yes, in Ohio. No, I didn't hear about that. So in Ohio caverns, they have, they found um, certain little areas of caverns where they had tons of bones and everything in them, and they were from black people, from black indigenous people, and this is way before slavery, okay? Way before slavery. And they found Yeah, they definitely lied about it. In Ohio. So, yeah, look, our history is all bullshit. They have told us what they want us to know or what they want us to think. And I don't even want to say no. They told us what they want us to think with this narrative. And Well, you know, what I, I think is that uh, if you look at it, you know, they say that maybe Atlantis and stuff might have been like in the in Atlantic, right? And then you've got other people who say that maybe the the place that Plato described was in the eye of the Sahara, which I've watched all those documentaries, and it's very compelling. I believe that that's quite true, you know. But you got to remember that all the land masses were connected, right? They were all connected, or they might have even been way, way, way closer than they are now, you know, when it was Pangea before the continents actually split, right? And so at one time, Africa and you know, uh, that probably the island in the Atlantic, and then America was all touching each other, right? And so. That that does make a little sense. Well, when you start looking at that, say let's say the Atlanteans were black, okay, in the middle, right there in the middle, right island that connected the the North America and, and Europe, right Africa. Well, you got you got blacks where in Africa, right there in Africa, centralized, right. And then where else do you mm-hmm. have the blacks? You have the blacks in Haiti and all those little islands all around there, right? You know what I mean? Right. And so I think that it went all the way up to the East Coast too, where all this Tartaria stuff is, you know. So I'm thinking they were all black, you know what I'm saying? And then that sunk down, and those were the remnants. <clears throat> Most of their civilizations probably 
flooded whenever this Atlantis went under the water, that island sunk, you know, causing tidal waves. That's probably why there's a mud flood, right? Come over here, find all these buildings and these people who are surviving this apocalyptic shit, you know what I'm saying? And survivors of whatever cataclysm, and uh, they don't speak the same language, and they, ca- they make up their own history. And we've been told a lot. You know, you can look at all these buildings and see where we're being lied to, you know. You look at all these underground buildings, all these underground cities in America, all the bones, and we're being lied about the black history. They were obviously, you know, and they're just – and I don't mean – I'm not trying to sound – I'm just – I just call it how it is, Okay. So anybody can get their little fucking panties in a wad all day and all night long. I don't care. But I just feel like, and this may have done with genetics. It may have been done intentionally, whatever. I think it was done intentionally. It's obvious to me that the black body, the human body, is the superior body. I mean, come on. Look at every yeah. skill, okay? Yeah. You know, I, I'm just I'll go honest. along with that. I'll go along with that, yeah. <laughs> It's true. I mean, and it could have been some kind of, and I, this may sound a little bit harsh, but if there was some, you know, when there was slave obviously going on, and they could have maybe inter, interbred, you know, hey, this dude and this chick's the best, you know what I'm saying? Just like you do with animals, and I'm sorry to say that we were so callous that Americans were like that or whatever, but whatever, you can just obviously look at, you know, people nowadays and see that the, the, I think the black genes are superior because they're, you know, they're, but they're better, like, in everything, you know. So, I mean, I think they were the favorites, all- too, because look at the sculptures. They're freaking black, and King Solomon was black, okay? And he's in Jesus' bloodline, and in the Bible it says, do not hate me because my skin is black, okay? I mean, let's just, you know, they're lying about the black history. I mean, it was and a really strong history. Yeah, and powerful history. Yeah, a hair of sheep wool and all kinds of stuff. That's not that's black. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, I got my three grandsons are black, but my do- my granddaughter's black. I mean, I got nothing against. Them. I mean, I mean just, we just deserve. You know, they they, just, they deserve. We deserve. We all deserve to know the truth. You know, that's exactly right. So when people want to go on with all this nonsense, like I didn't. You know, I when I did my ancestry, I was like, what the hell. Like you, I am so mixed up. I am like the biggest mutt like that there is. There's so much crap. Well, you know in what? I, I I'm starting to think really though that that they really did make all this history up because because when you start looking at my ancestry, there's just no fucking way. Okay, there's no way that I'm kin to every outlaw and president and king and queen and chief and and anybody who wrote a famous book or was a famous author or signed any kind. There's no way I'm kidding to every single one of those people, but yet it shows I am. You know what I mean? How is that even hey, possible? We all came from Adam and Eve. We all came from Adam and Eve, right? Everybody's everybody's DNA don't show that stuff, though. I'm telling you, but it's just it looks made up to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't really it's buy into it. it. It's like it's like if you were in a stuff. certain family bloodline and you got a really cool badass history you made up about your bloodline, you know? And if you weren't in that bloodline, then you didn't get crap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's kind of how it seems like it worked <laughs> out. Because mine you know, is crazy. It just doesn't seem real, you know? So mine says, I just really I'm, 23 per- mine says I'm 23% Nigerian, 16% Ireland, 11% Ben and Togo, 9% Wales, 9% Scotland, Cameroon, Congo, Western Bantu people, Six percent Ivory Coast Ghana, five percent Norway, which Norway used to be one percent. It's been updated. England and Northwestern Europe is four percent. Senegal three, Mali two, Germanic Europe two percent, 
Finland, 1%, and Baltics, 1%. So now I've got Finland thrown in there. So it just, it's constantly updating when they're constantly doing your, um, your, your, you know, because I gave permission for them to continually test with new advances mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I'm constantly getting all these updates, and I'm like, well, what the hell? <laughs> mine has got a bunch of little bitty crap in it, but primarily mine's English, Scottish, and Irish. And it showed no in, uh, Indian whatsoever. We have a lot. You could look at me and see. We have a lot of Indian in our in our family bloodline. And it showed that I was African, which we don't show any. I, I never did any African bloodline in our, my history, you know. But yet, they, you know, a lot of people that are Indian are saying that their Indian doesn't show up on ancestry, but it shows up African. So I find that very suspicious, you know. And uh, also on mine, it's no surprise that mine's mostly English and Henry Tudor was my grandfather. I told you mine's very suspicious. <laughs> it's very suspicious. <laughs> I just feel like they yeah. made up all, all our ancestry sometimes. Because when you look at mine, it just looks really made up. And I feel well, like mine, I'm, whenever they with my whole reset, family. they just like, made it up, you know? No, every time anybody, any time a family member of mine connect, like just ancestry, it will connect them with me through through the genetics. It's crazy. Like they have connected, for one, Half my family looks white. They look like straight white people, and the other half, it's just it's it's all over the place. Um, but they're they're related, and so there's no way for them to know that unless there are DNA strands that match. I mean, they picked up everybody. It's insane, and and so I always have people reach out to me, and they're like, "Oh, so you know?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that is so crazy!" With the same story, so I I, I do believe in the DNA. Um, but it's just it's wild though, you know, the way that they can do it. It's pretty crazy. Wonder what yeah. I, I went up there like where to, uh, to Westminster Abbey or somewhere and it's like, Hey, I wanna see my grandpa's grave. Here's my document here's my paperwork, here's my pedigree. <laughs> That's my grandpa. Let me get in there. They don't care. Tenth generation. Right. Well just don't they put a crown on you. And say, oh, you're the you're the new princess here. They won't because, uh, well, first of all, just in my family alone, it would be my aunt Angie, my cousin Renee, my cousin Melinda, my cousin Chrissy, and then me. Trust me, I've already went through this in my mind a thousand times. I already make everyone in my family call me my lady. My friends, I say, you made it just me as my lady. I've kind of <laughs> outgrown that. I still have a tiara in my room, okay? I mean, it was pretty cool. You might have went my head a little bit. My husband still calls me that sometimes. So, what he calls you? What princess? My lady. Oh, I told my all lady. my friends for <laughs> for about two years. I just told everyone, "You may address me as my lady." <laughs> I kind of oh kind of went to my head a little bit. Well, when I found out my grandma, my tenth great grandma, is the queen on the car every card that's ever been played, it kind of went to my head a little bit. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, because that is- that's so freaking cool. Okay, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. She was really pretty, but I had some ugly relatives, too. Oh, God. Some of these relatives, I'm like, oh, thank <laughs> God I didn't look like them. Seriously. I'm glad I didn't like them. I had one guy named Pleasant. His name was Pleasant. Which one did you use? Did you use Ancestry or did you use something else? I did the... Uh, Okay, so my daughter did the, the – I didn't want to do any ancestry, okay, because I, I don't trust them. But then my beautiful little daughter did the uh, 23andMe without my permission, and I got upset 
and said, why did you do that? Now they're going to organ harvest you. Well, after they did her, she's a perfect little specimen, so I knew that I was safe. If, once they had Andrea's DNA, they would never want my organs. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, I'm safe now, so I might as well get mine done. So it sounds horrible, but it's true. So I did the ancestry, but Andrea's on the 23andMe came back and actually showed the genetic marker for the Yorks, which is Elizabeth York is the queen that's on all the cards, okay, who is married to Henry Tudor, King, uh, King Henry. So, um, So it didn't show that up on the ancestry, though. So I went back and redid mine on the... 23 and me, which actually uh, sent me a thing showing me the marker directly to the Yorks. So that way I could show it to my cousin and tell her to shut the hell up, and, and I had bragging rights and all that good stuff. <laughs> so. I just brought that up because my wife was just talking about that tonight, 23 and me. We're going to do it ourselves. Because I did do I went do 23 and me, though, because 23 and me were caught giving um, information to China. That's why I, I used Ancestry. Because uh, I did well, ancestry. Yep, I have a, I have a and, really and just, good uh, database for ancestry, and it's through the Mormon Church. And they probably have one of the best ancestry, not DNA, but one of the best ancestry databases there is in the in the world. And I think they also own ancestry. Really? Mormons are genetic freaks. Mormons are genetic freaks. They have people working twenty four hours a day. Seven days a week on ancestry around the world, twenty four hours a day, three hundred and sixty five days a year. Wow! They have the hugest database in the world, and I'm still technically a Mormon, even though I don't go to church. So I have still have access to the Mormon library. That's how come I was able to get all that good information on Walt Disney, because he's in my family bloodline. <laughs> See what I mean? Hey. So I pulled up a lot of stuff on Ancestry. You see what I mean? You know what's so crazy? But with Ancestry, it has, like, all of this stuff. Like, they ask you all these questions. It's so wild what the DNA does because it will ask you. It does, like, these hint things. It asks you, like, are you a morning or a night person? And they can pretty much they, – they tell you what you are through your DNA. And it, but, but it, me, I am so nocturnal. I have never been a morning person, ever. I sleep during the day. I'm up at night. That's just the way I've always been. And it drove my mom crazy. Like, I, I just, I am very nocturnal. And I was always I, like that, too, but now I have chickens, so that kind of changes things. I have to get up now. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't matter. I will get one hour of sleep or I won't sleep. I, I just, because I am a person where I am so nocturnal, it's when I turn on. And so it says, morning or night person. Nakia, your DNA suggests you're a night person. Well, yeah, I am a night person. I've always been a night person. But it's so crazy because when I go down every single trait that they have, it's spot on. And I'm like, holy crap, dude. Like, they can tell that through your freaking DNA. You know what I mean? It's so wild. Mm. Pretty crazy. I need to go back and read mine again. I, I didn't pay that much attention. I should have. I didn't do the health one. I probably should have done the health one. Which one, the health one? Yeah. You know, that gives you the indicators, but I really didn't want to know. I was like, eh, I don't know that crap. You know, that tells you you might get breast cancer or this or that or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or you oh, have no, a, I didn't I, that one. But I think my kid did I mean, the medical one. Well, here's the thing, though. But, That's a very low percentage of getting genetic genes 
pass down to you um, about for cancer. Like most cancers, people don't realize, come from the food. And that the chemicals yeah. and toxins and is where most of that comes from. But people always think, oh, it's genetic. genetic. It's not. Genetics actually play a very low role um, in in the cancers and stuff. It's, it's mainly our food and our diet that do it. I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, I have been, uh, I had my, how's your mother? I've been, I wanted to talk about this on the show tonight, but my how's your mother has been acting up real bad and my uh, lemon is all swollen up like, like a month. So what I've been using is some natural remedies. I used, and I also noticed that I had a toothache, which, which is kind of weird. But I guess it was might have been related because I started using oregano oil that I made myself, a tincture that's uh, called oregano oil made out of extra virgin olive oil and oregano, which is one of the best antibiotics in the world and even kills all kinds of staph infections and everything else. And so I started using that three dropperfuls a day, which is really about a half a dropper each time. So altogether, it's probably like one solid dropper. And uh, then I started using castor oil on my neck, rubbing castor oil on my neck uh, for the last two or three days, and now my neck really went down a whole bunch. And I noticed that because I lost a lot of weight, like the older you get, your neck will start looking kind of crepey looking and crappy looking. And I noticed about the last month that my neck's been looking all like a five-year-old lady. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? My neck looks like it's all like a 90-year-old lady. <laughs> I hated it. Like, what the hell? Well, since I've been in that castor for about three days, I went in and said, Mom, look, my neck looks like I'm 13 years old again. She's like, it sure does, you know. It's like there was a no craving. It was like completely I'm just using that castor for like three days. But another thing that we're doing is like I just got the recipe to make my own de- uh, deodorant because I've still been using store-bought deodorant. But like I use baking soda. For my teeth, we're doing detox baths. You know, I'm trying to been using. I buy this natural shampoo and stuff from the Honey Store. So we're just slowly going. I've been making tinctures every single day. I just made a cayenne tincture, black seed oil tinctures, more oregano tinctures. Just been working all kinds of stuff, and uh, just made some cloves tinctures for toothaches and things like that. And uh, I've got like uh, about fifty thousand seeds germinating and fixing to go to the garden. I mean, I already got some crazy go plants going on where we've been greenhousing inside the house, and we're probably going to keep our plants in the house for for a long time because I don't trust this harp, you know, and them fucking with our planting season this year, and I think that's what they'll do. I think they'll wait till everyone thinks it's a really good spring and we're just getting planted, and then it'll probably freeze us out again and destroy it, you know, and screw us all up. Then the heat in Texas will ruin the crop again. And so I'm just kind of anticipating that, that next move. But I just wanted to let everybody know that. You know that's what that's why I don't know what's going on in the news right now is because I've been super busy making dandelion tinctures with dandelion flowers and dandelion greens and dandelion roots and uh, harvesting cleaver and that's you know, what you take for your heart. Yeah, and uh, especially that I was making the leaves one for kidneys for my my relative Karen, but uh, but yeah, I'm with the chickens because I knew there was going to be an egg shortage and a food shortage. So like today, I took three dozen eggs. And uh, I, I got uh, two two quart the mason jars that are two quarts instead of one quart, and I put about oh it fits about a dozen and a half or two dozen in each one of them. So I, I put a bunch of eggs and got those all ready to water bath tomorrow. So that'll be three dozen eggs that I have put back that'll be good for two years, you know. And so every day I'm just working on some kind of tincture. Uh, tomorrow I'll be if it doesn't rain all day I'm going to go out and harvest all the, uh, all the dandelions. There's a whole lot more. And when I do the dandelions, I pick one and leave one for the bees, pick one and leave one. And I've also been doing chaos planning, and I've uh, 
this one acre back behind my house where I just went out there and majority all kinds of lentils, all kinds of black uh, oil sunflower seeds, and uh, got a whole bunch of trees and things that have germinated that are survival trees called moringa trees that are from Africa that filter water. I've got about 15 of those growing right now. So anyways, any of y'all that are out there, it's time to – you need to start prepping. You need to start listening to some prepping shows if you don't know how to do it, and I'm going to start doing some full-fledged – I'm a full-fledged prepper. So I'm basically going to do some real prepping stuff on this show because uh, water filtration, bug out bags, and gardening, and how to keep this indoors because I don't trust the rain even right now, you know, or how to filter your water and stuff like that. Uh, I'm basically going to go full-fledged because I'm, like, really big into that. I've been kind of gatekeeping all my secrets, and right now people are in trouble in Ohio and all those areas, and some people might not know what to do. So I think we need to use this platform to try to help anybody who wants to listen, you know. Yeah, that's great. And so I hate to just break into you on that, but I was uh, when you brought up that food and poison, I'm like, yeah, you know, because everything is crazy right now. And so, yeah, y'all be t- uh, stay tuned if you're interested in prepping on this channel because we're going to be going into that. And also on my TikTok and my Rumble at Hurricane Inn, uh, uh on Rumble, which is her, H-E-R, like a girl, H-E-R-A, cane, and then like a sugar cane, and then Ann with the E. But, uh, yeah, I'm basically going to be doing a bunch. Of, I'm, I'll probably be doing the bug out bag. I would have probably done the bug out bag today or already done it if I hadn't broke my toe. But with all this stuff going on and the, and the trains wrecking, I have about, oh, I don't know, probably about half a dozen gas masks here at the house, you know. And I have like, I know two or three, I know I have at least three or four different kinds of gas masks. So I probably want to go through all the different gas masks for people, you know. Because with all these train derailments and stuff, this is something people don't want to really seriously think about having in their bug out bags, you know? Yeah. I already had the hazmat stuff for ours, but not everybody has that, you know? Well, so. with the way they're going to create false, um, you know, here's the thing. What people really need to be worried about is, like, getting hit with the EMP because they're thinking that that's why China is surveilling us um, because they, because, you know, they can do it from high above in the atmosphere and, um, take everything out because here's the thing: they don't want the land destroyed. They don't want to not be able to utilize things. So they're thinking that you know the way that people are going to do it is through EMP, which makes sense because then that takes everything out. And uh, but you still preserve like the land. You preserve buildings, homes, those kind of things. You just have right. no, no, no. And I've been saying um, that on this show forever that they're not that they're going with the EMP, not going to because because they want they're already taking up the land, you know. But like here's what I did today for EMP, okay? Because I do believe that that's what's going to happen. So in my chicken house, <clears throat> I'd had a whole bunch of galvanized steel trash cans that I had actually put back for my Faraday cages, right? Well, then I ran into trouble with a bunch of bunch of rain, and my feed got ruined, and I had to use my Faraday cages. <laughs> This is real-life problems, okay, for my chicken feed because, you know, you can't have your feed get ruined. It's so expensive, you know. Well, anyways, so today I went out. I got a great big giant rubber trash can, you know, and moved it in there so that I could get my biggest galvanized steel trash cans out of the chicken house, you know, and use them for my Faraday's. So probably tomorrow, since that's empty now, I'll be using my biggest galvanized steel trash cans to make Faraday boxes, which you use with use cardboard, and uh, I'll, I can go all over it with a video or whatever, but I uh, use cardboard and uh, make these Faraday cages out of these galvanized steel trash cans. And so I have a bunch of grow lights also that I ordered, 
and these grow lights uh, have a UBS charge things like a cell phone does, you know. And I bought a right. whole bunch of solar chargers that you can plug, you know, phone chargers in or these little solar lights into for grow lights, you know. And so I took those, and I, I've been just taking my stuff and putting them in the windows or out by the front or whatever instead of using my grow lights. And I took my grow lights down today and folded those up to put inside the Faraday cage, and so and along with my solar chargers, because if an EMP hits, I want my solar chargers, my grow lights, my communications, all that stuff, I need it in my Faraday box. Because it will get nicked, what? you know, and so then, then after that, that I could pull that out, still have my solar chargers charging by the sun, right, which I can charge my a lot of my flashlights, my solar lights, all kinds of shit, you know what I mean? So there you go. Right. Not solar lights, but the uh, the grow lights that I have. So anybody who wants to check, if you go to my Amazon store on Hurricane Anno 6 on, on TikTok, you'll see my Amazon store, and in that link, I do have the links for these grow lights that or UBS charge that plug into like a phone thing that you can use for solar chargers for uh, EMP. So I'm already like I'm, I'm telling you I'm a prepper from hell. So you ought to see I got a cool ass setup. Okay, you ought to see some of the grow light stuff that I got. It's but you ought to go check out my Amazon <laughs> store. I got some badass stuff. <laughs> I've got some uh, planners that uh, each planner hosts. They're a little bitty and they hold, hold twelve starter seeds, right? But it's like uh, got a bottom separate so that the water drains through and doesn't you know get uh get it get the floor wet or anything then it has a top like a little greenhouse so it stays all humid and it has a top that you can move a little round thing that you can move to let air in or air out but you can pull that little round thing off the top and i order these things from amazon that you put in the same spot but it has a grow light on it so there's like five of them that plug into your little lights, and then they plug into one USB cord, and they just uh, uh, a private little grow light just for that one little aquarium. It's badass. I know I didn't describe it real good, but it's badass is all I can say. They're only ten bucks, you know, ten bucks, and it does five plants and five planters, and each planter has twelve plants in it. So you know, it's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I got all kinds of stuff. I'm fixing. I'm already outside. I'm already got a bunch of. I had a transplant. They're so big, red onions. I've got a couple of dozen of those. A couple of dozen of cantaloupe. Couple, couple of dozen of all kinds of crap going out. Uh, yard long beans. Uh, those are huge. So they're fixing to have to go in the garden. <laughs> they're huge. So yeah, I've got about. I probably got about 200 plants at least ready to get almost ready to go to the garden. So I, mean, I think there's going to be there's going to be a food shortage. People need to prepare for this, you know. Oh, so I've been stocking up for two it. years. I started stocking up a fertilizer a couple of years ago. I've been saving all my eggshells to make my own fertilizer because of the fertilizer shortage. The soil last year, everyone was complaining that their garden wasn't growing because all the soils they were buying these garden soils and everything at these stores. I don't know if something was happening. And none of their plants, none of their stuff would grow, and so. Uh, but I, mine grew, and I thought the reason why was because I had made my own soil with my own compost and everything. So that's what I did this year. I've been doing my own compost and uh, my own mulch. Hello? You still there? Oh, Can I we lose her? I think, she dropped, I think she dropped off the line. Yes, she did. To do a commercial. No, but she would have told us. Yeah, because it's probably time for her to end it. Hmm. Oh, is it time already? 
Well, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how much time he gets per show. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Didn't he say if he drops his call or back? She, well, no, she said if, if the call dropped on our end to call back in. Maybe she's on a break. Or maybe she has it on mute by accident. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe she does. So, yeah, you got very interesting stuff there tonight. My my God, you're very well informed. Thank you, thank you. I try, I, you know, I, I'm constantly... I do so much research on stuff and dig into so many things because I have a very active mind. So I'm constantly just, and I always tell people, I'm like, I have so much useless information stored. But then I always use it at some point <laughs> or tell somebody right. something at some point because I'm constantly like, oh, let me think about, let me look into this. Let me look into that. Just random stuff constantly. But it's pretty interesting. I, like, I don't realize how much, information I have stored until I start talking to people. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, and said, and said you could talk all night. You could talk all night with all the stuff you got. I got a lot I of information. Sorry, y'all. I got Thank kicked you. off on their phone. Apologize. That's Sorry, okay. Yeah, we won. Got booted Moved off. Moved it. We No, it's funny. We had no snow at all this year in New York. Very strange. Really? Yeah, no snow at all. Did you see the snow that they were lighting on fire that would not be? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. That is unbelievable. What is it? What is it? You know, this has been going on for several years because I remember about three years ago and then last year and this year. So it's the third year that I've been seeing these stories. People, they go out, they get the snow, and they notice that the they, – they, first off, they say that there's a weird smell and that it's a chemical smell in the air. Well, then they get, like, these crazy snowstorms, like crazy snowstorms, and then – when they go out, they notice that the snow doesn't really melt. And so then they exactly. take it in the house and like leave it, and it doesn't melt, and they'll try to catch it on fire. And so the snow that this woman burned in this recent year, uh, there were several people who did it, and they're burning it, and it literally it turns black on the edges. Like she goes yep, outside, exactly. and she's like, what the hell is this? I don't know. I think they're well, of course they are. I, I mean, that's why I said they probably don't care if Putin hits that button because they're probably like, yeah, nuke them, then you'll save us from doing the job because we have our underground bunkers. I mean, that's the that's the reality because I, I'm telling you, like, they're trying to take people out any way they can. Especially, oh, yeah, they're trying know, to take our guns. Stuff. They want to take our guns away. And they want to take everything oh, away. Yeah. Thank God the Supreme Court stepped in for New York. That we can have our, you know, right. we can buy guns again. It's, but it's they're crazy. cowards too. The of course they are. Case, what they did with that is horrible. Yeah. They it's, had a chance to do the right thing. We got thing. no justice. We got nobody to stand behind us. No. And now it's because time for the, us. We it's time for we don't rise now. We don't rise now. It's going to be all for now. We we can't wait on a minute. We can't wait on Trump. No. But they'll probably cheat the election again. We have to go. We we got to go. All the people have to get together and and say let's go. 
And that's, that's how you're going right. to stop this. United we hey, stand, we can do divided, it peaceful, or we can do it the other way. I don't care what way we do it. But let, we have to right, do something. To be overthrown. It's too big. Government has got too oh. big. Congress has no power. People think they have power. They don't. They don't have power. They are, they're owned by, by these bureaucrats and these unelected officials who are doing all these things behind the scenes. And, you know, and it shows. Like, they, they're, they're cowards. The people, we have a lot of spineless cowards. We really do. I'm more. I'm a bigger fan of of Texas, of the South, and other uh, states joining with us and just succeeding from the Union, rather than have another bloody civil war and being these so many billions of people, millions of people being killed. You know, I I yeah. don't know. I just I, I rather just let, let's just let's just let let's just come together first and gather our forces and then. Once we're strong, then we can talk about that, you know. But we can't win unless we're together, you know, and we need to yep. all be together, you know. So first we need to succeed before we even think about being able to, you know, we can't. just. just we're too scattered and unorganized to ever be able to come together to throw this government over this way. We can't do it legally, you know what I'm saying? Well, we, you we also got people scared that they're going to be in jail like the January 6th people. You can't think like that, man. you got to go – we got to do something. You gotta That's do a reality, something. though. That's a reality, I mean, just like in the Holocaust, you know? I mean, we're facing these people who are like Nazis, and that's the reality of what we're facing, and they made that quite clear, you know? They've made plenty of examples, so we got we got to find another strategy because if everybody's in jail, we'll get, how can we fight, you know? So I think the best strategy is to, to succeed from them, break away, bring everyone yeah, together, let, in let the be state, state, and then the we can form together. And then if we need to uh, go further with action, then that would be the time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Then we might could win. You know. You know, well, I was we talking with my cousin the other day, and we say, and we both said, we both said, you know what? I bet you Texas will be the first to succeed from the union. And we were saying, and I said, if they do, we are. And we actually had a meeting the other night, and we actually had had the meeting here locally canceled because of the ice storm. But uh, and then when they rescheduled, I didn't know they had rescheduled it, and already had a previous engagement. But yeah, it's a big movement here in Texas. It's called Texit. So if y'all get a chance to check it out, go check it out, Texit, and uh, and let's get this party started. Because first we have to organize. Okay, you can't just. Remember, he says, oh, we need to overthrow them, we need to overthrow them. That's all fine and dandy, but it doesn't really work that way in, in work. You know, we have to come together as a unit first, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. We have to come together because if, if everybody's going to be all fighting, somebody's got to take care of the, of the people who aren't the women, children, and the other people. So it needs to be organized, you know? It needs to be organized, <laughs> you know, if you're going to win. I'm not going to keep talking about the other day. Look at the wrong picture, being tactical, being strategic, you know? You can't go into war on emotion. You got to go into war to win it. You got to already have it won before you go into war. You got to already have it won before you go into it. Yeah. So you got to be smart. You got to be smart. Well, we I, I study the art of war. I study awesome. the art of war. Yeah, I read I'm that obsessed. book too. <laughs> yeah, I'm Why obsessed with it. I'm obsessed. I can't stand that old turtle. He said um, that. Um, Republicans that are speaking out against giving more aid to Ukraine and its war with Russia, they're getting too much attention. He said, quote, I think there's been way too much attention given to a very to very few people who seem not to be involved in Ukraine's success. 
McConnell told the Post before leaving Munich Secretary Conference in Germany last week, well, that old bastard can go to hell and kick rocks and push daisies while he's at it. You know, I, I would say something, but I'm not going to say it because God don't like ugly. And dig a ditch for your brother. You may as well dig two because the one you need to be hanging with the rest of them. I'll you. say it. Hang that traitor. He is the biggest traitor. He is thrown out of America. He is a worthless piece of shit. There. I like you to say. Bring back the firing squad. I love it. Bring back the firing squad. I love it. No, I don't even think they deserve a bullet. I think that they should just be hung in town squares. Put them out there for the people. Hang them. It's a rope. It doesn't cost that much money. And kick the freaking stool out from under them. I'm sorry. Look, at this point, the way that they do stuff, it's, it's horrible. I mean, these people are traitors to this country, and because we got so many deep state and dirty people behind the scenes, it's just uh, it's it's mind boggling. But you know, he's got his dirty ties with China too, just like fucking Zuckerberg and um, all the rest of them, and the Bidens, and all of them who have these ties with China. Freaking Bill Gates, that fucking creep. Put them all on a plane together. And drop yep. it down over the Atlantic Ocean as far as I'm concerned. Bill okay. Gates should be expired. Bill Gates should be expired. Hey, okay, so we all agree people. on that. But we only have five minutes left in the show. And so I did have an important announcement to make. Uh, everybody who is on TikTok, I know y'all have seen that video where they cooked this roast and they used ranch seasoning. Have y'all seen that video? No, I didn't see that. It's a viral video. It's a viral video. It's like got millions of views all over TikTok. And it's this roast, and you cook it with a stick of butter, and you use, I don't know how to say it, all just A-U-J-U-S gravy. How do you say that? Yes, au gravy. And you use ranch dressing, like that, the powder kind of, the seasoning, you know, that you make it with. You put that in there. And it's called Mississippi, like Mississippi roast or something. It's supposed to be so good. And you use pepperoncinis. You put you pour a big old giant thing of pepperoncinis in it. Oh, good. oh my God! I just wanted everyone to listen on the show to be jealous, okay, of what I'm going to be eating tomorrow and what I'm going to be spilling all night long. Yeah, so doesn't that sound good? Pepperoncinis, that gravy, and that red. Oh my God! Oh, I'm yeah, so excited. Okay. I've been wanting to make this forever, and I finally got the recipe, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. There goes the pepperoncinis. I just dumped them in there. It's going to be the bomb. Yes, I'll send you the link, okay? You'll love okay. it. Oh, my God. The yeah, pepperoncinis are making my mouth water. How do you say well, that gravy again? I'm such a Texan. I get all so many comments. I try to respond to people so I don't ever look at videos because I'm constantly, like, trying to respond to comments. Yeah, I know. You're a rock star on TikTok, and I can't believe that. If they wouldn't, well, kind of like me too. I, I still have a lot, a lot of followers, but if I wouldn't have got banned so many times, you know, same with you, <laughs> we quit getting banned. But I always, I'm not sure I'm all mean, but I always tell her, quit being so mean on TikTok so you won't get banned. But then today, all I did was put a screenshot that I blocked Madonna and put gross. That's all I put gross. And it got banned, and I had to peel it and go through all this crap, in which I won the peel, but just because I put a screenshot that I had blocked Madonna's page. My my video got banned. You know, it's ridiculous, you know? That's yeah, like, what the hell? Oh, this looks so good, okay. y'all. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I got all the ingredients in there. You got me hungry Yay. now. 
<laughs> I know it smells so good. Like I haven't even done anything except just pour the stuff in, and my mouth's already watering. Those pepperoncini smell so good. <laughs> I guess I probably need to go read the Brett recipe and make sure I didn't leave something out, but I don't think I did. So I think that's all you put in it. Just throw all that crap in it and turn it on and go to bed and wake up and get fat. My mom and I go home pretty soon. I'm going to be fat as a cow. <laughs> yeah, I put it in the crock pot. So, yeah, my mom's been here, so I've been cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks. And I, and, it, and it's, hate to, eh, I hate to admit my cooking's that good, but it's been pretty damn good. And so I've just been eating it, eating like a little pig. Oh, my God. If she didn't go home, y'all going to have to row me. <laughs> So, anyways, well, we have uh, just a couple of minutes. I'm sorry I kicked off the air about four times during the show, but uh, I only made a racket once, so that was cool. So, anyways, I appreciate y'all calling in so much. I know we did have some callers, and I apologize. I uh, was uh, on another, doing some research on the other tab and didn't notice that we had a bunch of callers call in and just sat there because they finally hung up. So, I apologize for that. And next time we'll be sure and pay more attention for the callers, okay? And uh, I know that Nakia will be back Sunday and maybe before that if something comes up. So anything I want to say before we go off the air? Uh, I, well, just to uh, pay attention to my videos, I have a lot of information I need to get out there. I'll do a few videos when I get off of here just to catch people up on some information. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. You're a rock star. And Daniel, thank you so much for calling. Uh, a show on my history that has a, probably my biggest rating ever was on a Chinese encampment in New York. So I was thinking that tomorrow or the next day or something, if you wanted to, we might revisit that video and replay some of that information and talk to people about it because that was a pretty big story. And I want to, uh, I'll call you and see if we can find out anything about what's going on with it now, you know? Definitely. What was it? A encampment? Who, for me or yeah, Chinese. for Daniel, right? Both of y'all, but Daniel's in New York, so he might find it especially yeah, interesting. He might have some insight on that. Right. right. So, okay, well, thank y'all so much for tuning in, and I'm going to go ahead and go to some music so that we can probably get a commercial in. Uh, we'll get in trouble again. If I could find my music, I swear, I've got casserole all over my glasses from using that casserole treatment. It got my glasses all dirty, and I cannot get them clean, I swear. So uh, hang on one second. Where's my music? I can't find it. Oh, there it is. Okay, here we go. They call us deplorable. Thank you all again. And we love <laughs>
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.